Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Dale Walker. I want to welcome you to our Leadership Podcast. We are looking at how to become leaders that lead like Jesus. I'm excited to have you listening. If you want the notes on this, you can get them at dalewalker.life. There's also a lot of other resources to help you grow in your leadership. Share this with someone if you are blessed. I know you will be. God bless you. Hey, everybody. Just uh, Pastor Dale Walker here. So, so honored to have my friend Jeff Flores uh, with me today to help me discuss especially the idea of our our shape, our purpose in life. And, and he has a, a tremendous, I think, perspective from a business point of view. And, and I was just excited to share uh, his story with you. And so welcome, Jeff. Pastor, thank you. Good. Could you me. just kind of introduce yourself and, and, and your business and what you all do? <laughs> Absolutely. So my name is Jeff Flores. Um, we've, my wife and I have lived in Las Cruces all of our adult life. Uh, originally from Hatch, New Mexico. I'm a farm boy from Hatch. But uh, years ago, my wife and I, we uh, started Mecca Therapies. Um, we started off um, working in the schools, saw some opportunities to help uh, and take care of our families. And what started off as uh, a small little company, just taking care of our, com- of our family, turned into a-, a company now of over 250 staff. Wow. And we serve six counties around the six state. Six counties in New Mexico. Yes, My yes. goodness. The Lord has really blessed you. He absolutely <laughs> has. Why I wanted to share, you you, get, you shared a beautiful story. We've had some talks about uh, purpose. And you really shared that uh, something really went on in your life when you began to see uh, what you do from the standpoint of not just a career, but a calling. and And not just... A job or work, but but really something that was your purpose in life. Can you tell sort of how that happened and, and the difference that it's made? You bet. I think to really understand that, uh, you know, I I look back as as how I grew up, and I grew up uh, in a farming family, so uh, I saw at a very young age um, my family were entrepreneurs. We did everything on our own. Uh, what we grew in the field and what my mom and dad put on the table was by their own hands. Yeah. And so you don't realize that you're being mentored when you work uh, for, for life and for business, just working on a farm, but I was. Yeah. And uh, knowing that uh, I grew up, came from the farm, had a work ethic, pretty strong work ethic. Um, that led me to always be looking for opportunities. Even when I was going to school and working on my bachelor's, my master's, my doctoral studies, um, there was always kind of a hunger to do more and, and to do something on my own. And I think that was, that, that stems from just watching my parents mm-hmm. do things on their own. That, that yeah. seed of entrepreneurship was embedded with me, in me. And uh, it just took a opportunity and guidance mm-hmm. from the Lord to kind of start fertilizing that. And, and you that see that entrepreneurial spirit as a gift from God, huh? Oh, goodness. Um, I didn't see it initially. I think in our younger years, we just see it as the hustle, right? You're, you're, you're trying to take care of family. You're trying just to do what you can to take care of your family and pave your way in this world. But absolutely, as later, a little later in life, over these last five, 10 years, um, this just 
feeling of gratitude. And mm-hmm. I don't and I don't mean I'm thank you thankful for today. I mean this emotional feeling of gratitude that there's more to you. Yeah. And there's more to this journey. And that sense of discovery of understanding that really set in. And yeah. it's been overwhelming. You mentioned today you were in a room and and something came to your mind. Why doesn't everybody see this? Um, that that you know, I've been talking in a sermon about the genius of God that He puts inside of us, and 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 that was more than just you. That was that was part of your calling. C- can you describe that moment a little bit? Yes, sir. Uh, I think what I've what's always astounded me is um, why me. Uh, but I think all of us at some point have those little moments in our life. But for me personally, um, as Roberta and I started building our company, Mecca Therapies, um, what I knew is that it was going to take work. And please don't get me wrong. Building any business Lots takes work. work. Lots of hustle. <laughs> but Pastor, what was not difficult was the opportunities to help people. Yeah. And the opportunities there um, to build a foundation. It was like going to a construction site and saying, gosh, I really want to build a nice home. But all the materials were there waiting for you. Wow. And that's what the opportunity was when we decided to build, add programs, add new programs. And when we had to pray on the idea, do we expand to this county? The work was tough. Yeah. But the opportunity was an amazing surprise every step of the way because there was a flower waiting there that, yeah. and there was guidance and you just knew you were on the right path. And to your point, that example of sometimes it was emotionally overwhelming to, to see an opportunity and to almost jokingly look left and look right and say, do you see it? <laughs> do you see it? And... A lot of times no one would, but I did. And when that began to happen a little more frequently, um, set me back on my heels and made me start reflecting on my life a little bit that, sure, you have the entrepreneur spirit, but on this particular point, the Lord's guiding you. And I just know it. Yes, sir. And I just want people to hear it. Sometimes, you know, you think of a pastor, here's God and gets a sermon, you say, well, that's God. But if a businessman does that, you say, oh, that's just entrepreneurial. But that really is just as much God giving wisdom as giving a sermon. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's an important point. Just kind of getting into this as we look at the world. And, and again, obviously business, there's profit, there's, you know, there's, there's performance reviews, there's bottom line, all of that stuff. But when you when you start to see from a Christian perspective of, like I said, not just a career but a calling, a purpose, how how does that change the way that you see your business and get up and go to work every day? Uh, sure. Um, a little. You approach it with wonder. Thank goodness you have God in your life, and then conflict. How do you balance being a good businessman and being a Christian? Yeah. And I think that's an honest conversation that we should always have because it's not easy. Uh, and so I think for me, when I started to really sense 
that my purpose in life was, of course, being a good father, right. being a good son on earth. There's always purpose for all of us there. But in terms of building this company, as I started embracing that and exploring that and knowing in my heart that I'm on the right path, it changed me as a CEO. Yeah. Um, there has to, let's get this out of the way, in, in this earthly place, you have to do the business fundamentals right. to keep moving. But how you approach them, that's what changed me. Yeah. A good CEO leads, and I'm a CEO that at some point I was not afraid to pray. Yeah. I was not afraid to say I don't know. A little more compassionate with, in terms of how I lead uh, versus just uh, a do or die approach. Yeah. We either do this or we don't. Sometimes that's the case, but how you carry yourself, that's where I felt a change in me. Yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to be a man and a CEO that God would be proud of wow. when it's time for me to meet him. Hopefully, a long time. For me. <laughs> but I want to say, you did good, son. That's right. That was important, and it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy when you have to make sure that there's revenue right. and crisis. Look at right now what we're dealing yeah. with. Uh, but you can find balance. Yeah. And I haven't done it perfectly, yeah. but I approach it as if it has to absolutely be a part of my journey because I want to be a better CEO. Yeah. One of the things Jesus taught us is, you know, that there's sort of two finish lines. He says, what is a profit if you gain the whole world, mm -hmm. lose your soul? There's, there's a finish line some people have, you know, get as much as you can, all that. And then there's another a finish line that Jesus says, and you quoted it, well done, uh, good and, and faithful steward. I, I think that there's a difference between an owner mindset and a steward. This is all God's gift. It's I'm, I didn't deserve it. He, he gave it. He could take it away, and uh, I'm going to answer for it. And uh, and it's really about. Uh, I think I love the Robert Louis Stevenson quote. I'm going to measure my life not by the harvest I get every day, but the seeds that I've sown mm -hmm. and how I've how I've made a difference in the lives of others. And how how do you see that in, in a business sense of being a steward uh, and, and having a different finish line, maybe than some secular uh, business people would think? Sure. Uh, again, no judgment, right? It's a journey. Right. But for me, what I have found is that uh, when you get to a certain point in your life, we're not talking age today, right? Right. <laughs> When you get to a certain point in your life, well, that's that's a cliche. We all use that. It's when you get to a certain point in your life and God is your foundation yeah. that you can finally look on things in a way that your purpose begins to really shine. And I think for me, um, being a steward of what I do has evolved over these last five and ten years. It's always been there. But you have to have a sense of maturity and honesty to really see it. And that's not always easy, yeah. Pastor, because you have to own mistakes. Right. But for me, uh, I think an example I gave you is I own a company. I own a company. But as my son has come to work for us and our son-in-law, 
we had a conversation about mentoring them. Yeah. And it was an exciting time to see my my uh, these two young men be a part of mine and Roberta's journey. But what really stood out to me is that as I was trying to find the words to coach them on what I was really about and how what my experience has been, I realized that I'm not building a business. I've been on a 22-year purpose-driven life, mm. and I'm seeing that now. Wow. And in doing so, I've realized that I've, Roberta and I have taken services to rural communities that would have been lacking. Yeah. And we've been blessed with staff that believe in us enough to help fulfill that journey. And Could you lean into that a little sure. more? Define your purpose as a company. Oh, sure. <laughs> so the purpose for our company is to be a leading provider of pediatric therapy and services for children and families in New Mexico, period, hard stop. I was always worried about saying that out loud. I want to. That's just it. Go big or go home. Mm -hmm. It's not about more. It's if you got have God on your side, he's not an average God. Right. So don't have an average goal. There you go. Just put it out there. Uh, the mission is to make sure that when we move into an area that the families and children are not lacking mm. within the, the within the lanes that we're in with business. Mm. Uh, and do everything that you can to make a lasting impact. Don't just provide a service. You plant roots mm. so that you change generations. Wow. And that's our mission. And when it comes to the stewardship and purpose of that, uh, what I realized is that I wasn't training. It's one thing. It would have been easy to tell my son and son-in-law, hey, I'm going to train you to learn how to do the business. Here's your job description. This is the do's and don'ts. This is my purpose. Yeah. I can't hand them this. It's my, not mine to give away. And so I have to mentor them and make sure that their purpose is tied to this, but I can't give this away. And so I have to be attached to this a little yeah. longer, but I'm okay with that because it, it feeds my soul. Yeah. There were two things you said to me that really impressed me. Also, just talk about your purpose, just in our conversation. I loved how you were saying, I want parents to be able to help their kids mm. in, in the best way because every parent maybe and they have a child that needs some extra Absolutely. support they feel that burden and 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 that that's a ministry kind of vision but also there were two things one regarding uh, your son and others that you're not leaving a business you you want to leave a legacy and that's changing mm -hmm. the way that you think cuz you're not worried can he learn the uh, the numbers or something like that um and then if you want to comment more on that and then the other thing I thought was very interesting is, and again, you, you, you've had offers to buy the company and, and make a profit and everything else. But I thought it was fascinating that your, your reason for not doing really was more of a spiritual reason, more than just this is, this is profitable. Those are two very important biblical perspectives. Could you speak sure. into that a little more? So with respect to the epiphany, if you will, that I had as I was mentoring my son and son-in-law, and as Roberta and I have discussed, you know, what what's going to happen over the next few years. What what I realized is that when you know 
you are doing something and there is a sense of purpose in it, like what I'm doing. Um, I realized that I'm not, my, my, my directors and my management team, they can train uh, these, uh, my son and son-in-law to, to, to be great leaders. But I have to teach them what it is to build a legacy. Yeah. And what that legacy means is, and, I, and this is the example I use, is that, boys, your hustle and what you put into this, this takes care of you and your families. Or yourself, if you're, what, my son's not married. But here's your measuring stick. If you work every day here, if you work every day here and give everything you have, and your metric is how is this going to help me? You're missing the point. Yeah. Because my job has been over the first 30 years to take care of my family. But over the last 10 years, it's how do I build what I've done that takes care of my employees for as long as they want to work here? Right. And from a family standpoint, how do I build something that could possibly not just take care of them, but have the ability to give to others. But that's the responsibility possibly of grandchildren yeah. and children I ha have not met and will never meet yeah. because I'll be gone. Boy, when you start thinking about legacy, you, you have to have God in your life yeah. because I don't want to be known as a good businessman. Yeah. I want to be known as a great Christian who happened to have a, a great business that gave back. That's so good. And, and so that's the legacy part. You had a second part of the question. Just about when people tried to buy the business, oh. how you thought maybe different than some business people would think about uh, something like that. Yes, sir. Owning a business is tough. There is moments where it's just so challenging. We got through 2008. Um, I'd, the old me might have said, I got us through. No. Roberta and I, in our faith and our hardworking staff, we got each other through. That's what's getting us through today, through COVID and through all the, the, the ups and downs and unknown of, of today. We're a family of professionals mm -hmm. and we find our way through. But I think that what I have realized is that when we had people approach us that said, you have a great company, would you be interested in selling? There was an, easy, an uneasiness about that. And what it came down to was this. This is not my company. This is my purpose. Yeah. I don't have to check with my, just my wife about this. I think I have to consult the man upstairs uh, when I'm thinking about letting go of my purpose. And there was an uncomfortable feeling as if I have work to do still. Yeah. And so that's why Roberta and I walked away from some opportunities that could definitely take care of my family, but that's not my purpose yeah. in life. And, and I know in my heart, I made the right thing. And I know in my soul, yeah. I made the right decision. I like to say that a Christian leader has a different bottom line than <laughs> secular leader. Um, you know, Simon Sinek wrote a book about the infinity game, just the people who live for a higher purpose. Uh, I was reading, I don't know if some of you might have heard the, the, the saw the movie uh, when the game stands tall about this LaSalle high school coach who had a winning streak of 151 games. And yet his purpose wasn't winning. His purpose was when these young men, wherever they go in life, they will always be someone, their spouse, their business 
can count on. Mm. He wasn't trying to win a, a a ball game, and yet when he when he had the right values, he was very successful. And and that's what Jesus said when he said, "If you'll seek first the kingdom of God, two things will happen: you'll get provision, all these things will be added, and you'll get promotion. If you're faithful and little, God's going to keep giving you." giving you more because he can trust you. And I, I I love that feeling that you have that I want to be trusted by God yes. with what he gives me and not get cocky or something like that. Um, we've all seen a few businessmen who were very successful but turned stupid. But, you know, that was <laughs> because they turned inward and so forth. How did going to church and, and, and some things that uh, we were able to share about the word of God, how did that help in this story in some sure. way? Sure. So, disclaimer. I was that dummy once in a while. <laughs> okay. It just happens. And and I think that if I had to share with other business folks um, or, or uh, anyone who's who's uh, even in a place of employment, it goes back to some scripture. And my daughter has had a huge impact on mm. us, and you have. Um, I know my purpose, but there has to be guidance. And that has to be grounded in, in in our faith in the Word of God. And what what I have what I have learned is that when when I've looked at the opportunities and the to build the business to build the company, I'm getting a little off track. Can you rephrase the question? For yeah, me? just like we had that conversation. Lauren brought you to church. Uh, yes, and that was a significant shift for you, wasn't it? Just uh, kind of from the religion mindset to really following Jesus and finding out your shape and those kind of things. So let me start there. Okay. Uh, I grew up in, in the Catholic Church. Uh, I am forever grateful that I had my families, that my parents uh, took us to church, that my family uh, taught us how to keep God in our life within the context of church. And then one day, my daughter uh, started uh, being called by God to discover her faith. And she found her way uh, into the Christian church. And Pastor, you baptized her. Mm -hmm. And holy cow, did that create a whirlwind. <laughs> I that was the moment that was the moment for me when i thanked my parents i knew what i had up to that point but i saw what i was missing and what i was missing is that i never learned how to pray not not the way that i think god wants us to i i, I never knew it was okay to have a conversation with God. I never realized that our faith and sermons shouldn't be about what not to do. It should be about this is life and this is our walk. And this happened today, this week, this month, this year. And oh, by the way, this is what scripture tells us. And let me take this and put it into the context of all of our lives for us. Wow. To be able to, to know that you can walk through life now and have a place and 
have permission to listen to the word, to have a, the hunger to listen to scripture and say, wow, I get that one. And then the next week, wow, I really don't get that, but I know where to find out more. And I, I have this hunger to find out more because it's, it's resonating in yeah. me. I think that's it. That's beautiful. That was it. It was the moment when I had per- permission to just go all out yeah. as a Christian. Uh, Could you say being a disciple of Jesus helps you be a better businessman? <laughs> absolutely. It's the only way. Yeah, It's the only way to go because I don't know how you stay on track. And I'll tell you something. You don't have to be, my, my journey is my own. Um, if there happens to be business people out there saying, well, Jeff, you built a big company. Uh, it's different for you. That's my purpose. I have a food truck. I work for the schools. I work, I do this. It's not the same. What I would say is that you're right in the here and now, but I turn to scripture, the story of David, the story of the ancestors, and and, and this is why I have you in my life. Approach today and every day as if you have purpose. I look back when it finally hit me, when, when Lauren opened my eyes, I don't know when it came about, but it was soon thereafter. The, these words came to mind. I was, in, it was, I was just sitting in awe that of all the choices in infinity in the heavens, God chose to breathe life in my soul. And I said it, and then you almost have to take it and tag it on a board, step back and take a deep breath and really understand the gravity of that. That's beautiful. He chose me. Yeah. And as Christians, if you do not think that you, your purpose is to be above average spiritually, then you're not praying hard enough and yeah. you need to think about that more. But it was that moment that I realized that for other folks, don't worry about where you're at or what you think you have as being insignificant. It may be that it's your time to make a difference or like David and our forefathers, if you will, you're setting the stage for something that may not happen in this generation, but you're the turning point. Mm -hmm. You might be the turning point that you're the first one to go to college. You may have a successful business and you've worked all your life and you think you didn't make it, but your children were watching what hard work is and they turned into something That's special. So good. Yeah. You have you if you have purpose, which we do, you have to embrace your moment at right now because you don't know if it's your time. Yeah. You can only take what you feel, give it to God, ask for guidance. And it may be in the here and now that your it's your moment, or it may be generations down the road. Wow. But either way, your children are watching. That's so good. And that's how I approach business yeah. in life. And and really, the scripture, and you know, it was sort of funny. I was sharing with my wife, Sharon, about what I shared with you. And she said, well, Dale, that's because you fulfilled your purpose, which is to explain the word of God in the way that makes practical sense. So, so it's neat that we got to help each other with our purpose. One last question is just, I, you know, I gave you a shape book. I ta- I'm going to be teaching this seminar on finding your purpose mm. and shape. And one of the key, key things is that 
God often uses pain and disappointment. And once you are living according to your purpose, Romans 8, 28 says, God calls us all things to work together for good to those who are called according to his purpose. And, and many times it, it was the most painful things that God used to shape and show you uh, your purpose. And, and you mentioned to me about your parents' farm and, and just, just say something about that, some of the things your family's been through and how, how God actually, if you have eyes and hearts to hear, God uses the, even the hardest things to help you fulfill your purpose. Absolutely. So I would, what I would say about um, understanding and discovering your purpose is that before you know which way you're going, you have to know where you came from. And as, as a Christian, uh, God has been walking with me all my life. It's been up to me to reach out. And when you shared with me uh, the book Shape, and I started reading, and I started coming to sermons, and I started listening, and it was all the pieces coming together. And what I discovered first was that there is purpose and goodness in me, and there was work to be done. But the biggest epiphany that I had was that I've been prepared for this all my life. When I look back at um, my younger years, it was, uh, there was struggle and some tragedy, depending on how you look at it. Uh, growing up farming, my parents worked so hard. My uncles worked so hard. Um, and every day was, um, it all depended on you. And when you're working against the elements, Mother Nature, every day and every year is a gamble. And in the 80s, my parents were great farmers, uh, but they ran into some horrible weather, hit our farm. And long story short, uh, they had to contemplate selling the farm, and they did. And as the oldest, um, not a lot of people would ever relate to this, Pastor, but when you grow up in ag, in the farming or ranching, and come from that background, stepping my pa parents letting go of that farm was the equivalent to me of losing a sibling. Yeah. People would prop from the outside might think, how materialistic that looks. My brothers would tell you the same thing, that when you're attached to the land, it's it's a part of you. Yeah, feel sacred. Absolutely. <laughs> and for years, I went to school, I approached life because I knew what it was like to be in that situation and your life changing in an instant. I looked at that part of my life for so many years as that'll never happen. And after my daughter discovered you, discovered Christianity, uh, discovered uh, her purpose, and I started listening to the Word of God through you, and we met that one day where you gave me that book, I realized that, goodness, those weren't tragedies. I, there were things happening in my life. My parents weren't, their purpose at that point in life were not to make me a farmer. What amazing life I had, because right. I know I'm still in ag today because right. I love that. God knows what he's doing, trust he me. He showed me 
within all that hardship and struggle, how my mom and dad could love each other unconditionally. And my brothers and I, they never let us go without. That was it because the Lord was preparing me for my business journey in that, Jeff, be a businessman. I gave you tools, but your mom and dad, they loved with the weight of the world on their shoulders. I expect you to do the same. Mm. You be a good father before you're a good CEO. Yeah. Before there's a hustle, you make sure you find your way on the t-ball field and coach. <laughs> when you're tired at the end of the day, you make that game. You yeah. make that and you don't make excuses on Sunday. And um, so in discovering my purpose. Can I just point yes. out one thing and, and those values, because you would say Roberta's been absolutely key to the oh. whole thing, and as well as you already mentioned, your children. Um, that's a bigger part of it, really. If you can be a great family, so much else takes care of itself. Oh, absolutely. Um, and since um, coming to Heart for the World, it, God's amazing. Um, over the last year and a half, we had something come up in our life where um, Roberta was was going through some medical procedures um, just to keep on top of things. As, as, as we get older, as men and women, we need to be on top of things. And through her journey, uh, long story short, uh, they found cancer. Mm. Uh, tragic, mm. set us on our heels. Uh, but I remember the physician uh, telling her, well, congratulations. This is, we just got this news and we're trying to process it. But the physician said, congratulations. We might've just saved your life. That didn't really hit us because there was a lot more going through our heads. But what we realized later is that it is rarely, it is rare that um, ovarian cancer is caught in the early stages. Mm. And we were blessed in that the physicians moved immediately to treat Roberta, but we had prayer. And I could say when we came out of it and through our prayer, through the prayer of the church and family and friends, she's cancer free today. Hallelujah. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know if we could have made it through that running all the companies that we have, me being a rock in the foundation for Roberta, but the truth be known, she was my foundation. She was so tough. And she was a mama, a wife, amazing Christian. She was a beacon on how to take fear and work your way through it. Mm -hmm. Because was she scared? Absolutely. Did she triumph over it? Absolutely. But to watch my wife read the Bible every day, not in fear, but with a sense of, we'll find a beautiful. way. It was, that made me better. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, finally, just if you had friends or family, other people watch this or hear this, you want to just talk to them a second, sum up your life to them? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> well, what I would say with respect to the, the, the sermon that you're looking, uh, not the sermon, but the... Uh, See, yes. Yeah. So what I would say with respect to the... Uh, I'm sorry, give me a second. The seminar, right? With respect to the seminar that you're looking at to help people discover their purpose, 
I would say to everyone, whether you're a business person um, or if you see yourself as just a dad or, or just a brother or just a Christian finding a way, we all have to discover our purpose. And this book changed my life. It is one piece of helping me discover the better me uh, and to be a better Christian. And, I, and Pastor, what I would say is that the, I look at my life as bricks and motor. And the, this seminar has the potential of helping us discover our strengths, mm-hmm. our tools, our talents within the context of our Christian life. Mm-hmm and to identify starting points for all of us in business or in our personal life that allows us to start shaping our life, Mm -hmm. the bricks, here's that path that I'm on. And then through sermon, through the word of God, be the motor that pulls it together and provides us the foundation to discover ourselves and our sense of purpose in this world. In hopes of getting down that path and to one day Hear our Father say, well done. Amen. Thank you so much, Jeff. Beautiful word. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Pastor Dale's Leadership Podcast. It is our hope that you have been inspired in a great way. We encourage you to stay tuned for future content. May God bless you richly.